When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is September 28th, 2020, and this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Here to talk about Monday Night Raw, Matt Morgan. Tonight's show. The best Monday Night Raw, maybe, ever. Of all time. Ever. Read my lips. The best Raw of all time. Yes, we got to watch it tonight. I'm never deleting that episode off my DVR, ever. True. Incredible. It was incredible. Bell to bell. Pillar to post, front end to back end. I've never seen a better professional wrestling show in my lifetime. I'm being dead serious. I know we had everything. We had the Messiah and uh, friends mixing it up with the Mysterios. We had the Hurt Business getting into it with uh, Apollo and Ricochet. Yeah, Uh, that was awesome. We saw that was so fresh. Continue. Sorry. Go. We had we had we had legends playing poker. Oh, man. Oh, my God. That was awesome. Come on. You know that was awesome. You yeah. never get to see that. Keep going, Glenn. We had a repeat of the exact same match we saw last night between Zelina Vega and Asuka. I really wanted to see it, though. I really wanted to see I it. I know. It was like the first time was good, but I was thinking, you know, if I could just see this again yeah. with the exact same ending, maybe yes. I'll get a little more out of it the next time. We had the big show. Oh, my God. How rare is it that the big show comes back and graces us with his presence on Monday Night Raw? Forget new fresh talent being called up from NXT or from another show. Forget No, that. no, That's the big show told Vince those guys are unsafe. He's yes. putting himself over, and we need more of him on TV. We do. Guys. And guys. we got him. We got him. We got a new Aleister Black entrance. It's it, it and it's no longer the the, the the signature rise up entrance. He comes out of the entranceway like every other wrestler should. That's where you enter the building, is from the entranceway curtain. Yeah, forget something me. unique. I mean, no, do it like so, everyone else. Tonight, they did something they haven't done in quite a while. They've been taking the polls of the fans, and they finally delivered. We got to give them the props. Go WWE. I am bowing to you and your creative team. Great Open job, challenge. Guys. Open challenge Amazing. for the title. I thought the title was going to change hands tonight. I really did. I know. Open challenge. I know. I mean, when Dolph Ziggler said he had something special for the main event tonight, yeah. like, uh, uh, you know, I, I was just I was sitting on the edge of my seat. You couldn't wait, right? Could not wait. Could yep. not wait. So I'm telling you, must-see TV, Raw was incredible. Outstanding. There you have it. No you Raw know. Underground. No Raw Underground. I, my, the minor complaint. Minor, yeah, co- minor I, complaint. I know. I, 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 wanted, I, I wanted it to be fair and balanced here. I thought we were kissing their ass a little bit too much. I wanted to just balance this out true, a little bit. There, was, there I, was no Raw Underground. So. It goes from an A++ to an A+. Sorry. Uh, and fair man, just, if we could have just had a little more retribution. I felt like the recap was yes. good, but, and I know they turned off the lights during the Hurt Business match, but, you know, T-Bar, Slapjack, Mace, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, like, what are they doing? What are they thinking right now? What's going through their heads? I was wondering. I know. So aside from that, though, classic show, uh, F your attitude era, uh, you know, forget, uh, forget, yeah. you know, everything that came with Hogan and Warrior and nope. everything before that. Tonight, folks. Yep. Monday Night Raw is where it's at. If you miss Monday Night Raw, folks, I assure you, you've literally missed the best wrestling three hours I have ever seen. I mean, it was three hours, but it felt like five. And I want to thank the WWE. People say time flies and goes by too fast. I think 
uh, get NASA on the phone. I don't know if there's some quantum black hole, magic, parallel dimension, slowage of time here, felt but like they it. managed to slow down time and uh, strangely felt like five hours and I also feel like I aged five years. So uh, props yeah. to them. <laughs> night vision well, goggles. We had night vision goggles. We had talent. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Like there was such a savage beatdown that Randy Orton gave to those legends. To those old, not medically cleared, feeble-boned legends that they couldn't even show it on TV. They well, were like, there's TVMA, and then there's this beatdown. You're just going to hear it. We're going to leave it to your imagination. You know what? I, I didn't think Randy Orton was sadistic. Forget the punt to Stephanie McMahon and Triple H and others. You know, Forget that. Tonight is where it was at. Tonight, I finally believe Randy Orton is a sadistic jerk. It's true. And you know... There's a lot to be said <coughs> for showing us physical aggression and violence, but I think WWE no, has their finger on the pulse and saying visuals, yes. forget that. Screw we that. just want to hear it yes. and envision our own theater of the mind. It's, it's like the radio experience on TV. Really quick, Innovators. Really quick. Thank you, WWE, for doing that. True. Sincerely, thank you. Thank you. That was probably my favorite part of the night. What does the chat room look like right now? <laughs> <laughs> what does it look like um interesting uh like, so what is, what is what is morgan smoking what are these guys is it like that <sighs> it's nice that bobby roots back that's what it says in the comment section no no that's what i'm saying that's oh. just my my underline my uh i don't know oh man 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 so so folks in case you don't have a good sarcasm meter. That's with sarcasm. Because before the show started, I looked at both of them and they both looked right back and like, ugh. Not only do we have to watch that, but we have to now cover it. That's Raj it. Geary watched Monday Night Raw tonight. He is not on this podcast tonight, but said, you know what? Forget the podcast, the easy part, hanging out with my friend, shooting the shit, cracking wise and, and making money cracking from wise. the super chats. Forget cracking that. Wise. I'm going to do three hours of penance watching this show live with commercials. Which I don't get it. Raj, if you're watching, you had the opportunity to not watch. What are you doing? What are you doing? I would have been in my, my, my son's bedroom with him, uh, laying down, watching cartoon, something, anything but watching that show. And But it's weird though, right? So they got the competition from football. Now one could say... By bringing on the legends, by teasing the open challenge, they're trying to compete. But that maybe accounts <laughs> for 20 minutes of a three-hour show. The rest of I mean, I like well, some of the stuff tonight, but this didn't feel like they were trying to compete right. with Monday Night Football. Well, so they had... Uh, Good. No, I'm sorry. My, I was going to say they had a huge Monday Night Football game, yes, to compete against. They also had uh, the Stanley Cup winner was crowned uh, just about 10 minutes or 20 minutes ago for hockey. Okay. I, I will say this. Here's the one thing I'll say. They Obviously, WWE was at – they were at a disadvantage. There is a lot of talents noticeably being referred to as not medically clear, not there, because they've, they've, they are – you know they're being taken off for precautions of, of COVID. So I mean, like, it, I mean, they, they you could tell they were working with the deck that was not full. Uh, <laughs> it's not the same. Listen to me. They give a roster full of Hulk Hogan in his prime, a roster full of The Rock in his prime, a roster of Stone Cold in his prime. Doesn't matter. This roster isn't shitty. These shows aren't bad because the roster sucks or is limited. The show sucks because of how it's being scripted and written. There is a major drop off now. It is as clear as day. 
between SmackDown and Raw. SmackDown's a joy to watch. Like, I like watching SmackDown. Um, and you can argue because of the Roman storyline, which I love. Uh, you know, the Bailey storyline, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody does. But on Raw, it's just, it's tough, man. It's tough to get your teeth, seek your teeth into it. And I like the Hurt Business. Um, that's a, that's a, that's an act on the show. I like, obviously, mm-hmm. but it's tough, man. It is tough. Retribution. Like are you shitting me? Like, uh, come on. Yeah. And again, we say all the time, you know, SmackDown, the enjoyable NXT is enjoyable. Two hours, th- the third hour, yes, having that yes. extra hour is just, you know, uh, even if you give them two hours, I would argue yeah. it's still a poorly written show. It's noticeably different to me. Andrew Brown, thank you for the two ninety nine super chat. Jackson Callens four ninety nine saying here's some money for amazing sarcasm. Um, uh, just a little five. What's that? And I guarantee there's some people that didn't get the sarcasm. That's true. I'm and probably sing. that turned off the podcast. They were like WWE fanboy kiss ass. Not going to listen to that tonight. Uh, Justin That's Lopez, five dollars, saying, "Let me burst y'all's bubble and say this." Rob made me wish the football game wasn't a blowout. LMAO. <laughs> Uh, what else we got? Uh, Neo Akira, five dollars, saying uh, the we must be good at wrestling. Eh? <laughs> I should have had a beer tonight or something. Uh, just uh, we could go by. Uh, Brett Murphy, two dollars. Glenn, don't talk raw. Only John Silver. That's it. Okay, I'm with Brett Murphy on that. They, when Wrestling Inc. gets to interview John Silver, Matt, you're gonna have to say Nick Houseman, Justin Labar, move over. Matt's going to yes. make time in his, in his schedule. And it's going to be like yes. the Chris Farley show. When Matt going, hey, remember that time <laughs> I'm being the elite when you did that thing? That was really cool, huh? <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, Dustin Eck, $5. LMFAO, can't tell if you guys are faking it or not. You guys seriously think Raw was good from top to bottom? <laughs> you be the judge. Uh, Dustin Eck getting worked. Yeah, Corona Shop $5 saying, being the elite better than Raw, Dark Order singing Cody's theme, Eddie's promo makes me want to buy some Sour Patch Kids now, and John Silver, we want being John Silver's show. So I love go. everything Corona Shaw just said, by the way. And only BTE fans will know anything he's talking about. Yes, Corona Shaw adding with a $2 super chat, P.S. Chris Daniels promo on being the elite got me in the feels. It was good, actually. You guys should go see it. Yes. He's right. So, uh... Let's jump into tonight's show. Yep. Let's go. Okay. So we open with Ric Flair, Big Show, Christian, Shawn Michaels talking about what happened last night. Uh, really, them there to put Drew McIntyre over in his win in the ambulance match against Randy Orton last night, and then Drew cool. putting them over. It was interesting. I was actually cool. was uh, a little taken aback how much they made it seem like Drew uh, was their peer. Like he didn't seem as much like a kid. No, I think that worked. That was incredibly important. You don't yeah. get an opportunity very often to have your talents of today's day and age to share a ring with legends like that and have them look the part. They yeah. always look lesser than, always. And a mm-hmm. lot of that could be argued because they're not as big as they used to be physically and whatever. But it's not just because he's big. He gives off a vibe that he's a superstar as well. I thought this worked. This was a home run, in my opinion, for what they were trying to get out of this, which was give him that rub. Yeah, there was a rub there. Um, 
the way that he was speaking, like you know, he had, he had inside jokes, he had inside stories with all of them, stories from the road, and like he had this little banter with all of them. So yeah, it made him. It, it, it came off that he's on their level. He's yep. a guy. He's a guy that travels with them, that 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 partied with them, that that, yep. that, that, that did the road with them, and and yeah, that that comes off to uh, the audience of like, okay, yep. this Drew McIntyre guy, like you know, Ric Flair, like hangs out with them. Sean Mike, like it, it, it yes. did it. You know, that's what a rub is. Yeah. Uh, John, attention, Glenn. I was looking at the super chat, Matt. I'm looking at the chat room, <laughs> keeping okay. abreast. John Cena's bald spot, Matt. Your favorite comment for ten dollars. <laughs> Saying back after a quick battle with Bosley, that beatdown at the end made Orton look weak and corny. Should have hunted them down one by one through the night and punted them all again like a predator would. What are you going to say, Joseph? I- I'm actually going to say this. I know we were being a little sarcastic. When we get to the ending, I will say for those who didn't watch the show. <laughs> I actually think the way they did Randy at the ending, we'll break it down. When we get there. I, 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 there was a certain, there was a certain appeal to it, given that you are dealing with the four who you're dealing with. Um, the night vision, it, it had like a, it had like a creepy serial killer vibe to it, honestly. And I, I will get to it. I don't want to like spoil the ending, well, but, but spoil yeah. the ending. Well, I mean, like, I don't want, I know we're going to get, we actually have to talk about it later in the podcast. I'll wait well, till we get to it. But, but I agree with you that it had that sinister feel, but the payoff was like Looney Tunes. I mean, like, okay, think of what he did to Bray Wyatt Shed. I thought he was going to lock the door and, like, set him on fire or something or, like, roll a grenade in there or, or do something a little more. <laughs> but, I thought, like, like put laxative in their beer or something like that. I mean, something more sinister than what we got with, like, bang, pow, like, uh, you know, sound effects. But I think when you look at it from the aspect of had they kept the lights on, then it would have looked very weak because obviously you have Rick who you can't do a lot with. So I think the fact that when you have the I'm putting night night vision goggles oh, on, so only yeah. I can see what's going to happen. But all the others could have easily taken that. Yeah, but when you have Rick in there, I, I don't know. I, there is a certain like it, it, it's 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 <coughs> the jaw it's the jaws mentality we've talked about before. It's the using your imagination of what is he actually doing to them with the lights out versus seeing it and, and it looking corny. When when you can't see it and it's just sinister, you can kind of use your own imagination. So I mean I don't know. The, the, well, here's my imagination. It sucked. That's what I'm using my imagination for. It sucked. Yeah, it was just, uh, and the sound effects sounded corny. The, like, we didn't get better reactions. It just seemed, I don't know, very. Uh, I, I get why you couldn't show it. I fully understand. Sure, I'm sure. Stu- I'm, not, I'm not stupid, but then don't don't go there. That's not, fact, don't go there then. Let me put it this way, uh, Justin, to your point. I feel like that was an A-plus buildup to it because it did feel like he was going to do some sick, demented shit in it that did. room and the payoff was like a c like okay. yeah i just i looked at it and actually and we'll, and we'll get to it later they actually foreshadowed that randy was they, they foreshadowed know, the that, there, that there was a jan- that there was a rogue janitor um so yeah a so when i'm janitor <laughs> so when i'm watching him go to the door take the stuff <laughs> do you hear yourself do you hear yourself they foreshadowed it. We'll get to it. What is when, it? Uh, when, no, like him putting, no, him putting him putting night vision goggles. I was like, all right, this is something new. I have not seen this on wrestling oh, before. Okay, wait. Let me just There's say a lot something of here. I've, I've been on wrestling before. Doesn't I mean we need to see it. Sorry, go ahead. Given the right. issues WWE has with COVID, it really says something when the janitor, <laughs> when he's alone by himself, has the mask on, and right before he goes into a room full of people, including one quite aged individual in a high risk group, <laughs> takes his mask down and goes into the room to be around people. That says everything you need to know about why WWE has their COVID problem. Selfish. That's a selfish individual, not thinking about others. Exactly. Hashtag, hashtag rogue janitor. <laughs> <Rogue> janitor. <laughs> 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 he's right up there with uh carl the janitor in the breakfast club 
I thought you were gonna say the who's the guy that spies on everybody? What was his name? The creeper? What were we calling him? Oh, uh, uh, the hacker. The hacker. The hacker. Oh, the hacker. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see Randy Orton as the hacker, but he sits there and types everything with like one finger. You know? <laughs> 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 uh, so. <laughs> Raw Women's Title Match tonight, rematch, baby. Zelina Vega getting another shot at Asuka's Raw Women's Championship. What did she do to deserve that rematch? Eh, who cares? We don't, we don't, we don't care. care. Justin, Stop. take it away. Wouldn't be a Raw after a pay-per-view if there wasn't a rematch from the, what you just saw the night before that you had to pay for. Um, what did you think of it, though? It was okay. Again, I like seeing Zelina perform in, in the ring. I think she's Me got too. a lot of athletic uh, potential. Dude, she's a cruiserweight. She wrestles like a male yeah. cruiserweight. When she was a TNA, go back and watch her stuff at TNA. I love working with her. I worked to make mixed tags with her. But I'm... Hernandez uh, and them. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I'm happy to see that she's not just going to be a valet and that they're actually going to utilize her. But Me I, too. but, But I mean, she's got two losses and two nights. Tonight she didn't... Like, they didn't, they didn't book her to look they, anything they impressive. Did, they, they didn't. So. She still gets street cred, in my opinion, a little bit, because it's Asuka. I hope. I hope fans look at it that way and don't just immediately bury her as a talent. Um, I hope, yeah, too. I hope that too. You know, because she does offer something different than the rest of those women offer if they just let her do her thing. I'm telling you guys, she can do some sick stuff athletically. And it's like watching Rey Mysterio, but in female form. I'm telling you, she's athletic as crap. If they get her to start doing that stuff, no, I agree. I think, uh, I mean, but that's kind of the argument, though. It's the same thing with Bobby Roode tonight, though. They say, well, just being, getting to go rounds with the champ builds you. But I don't know, at a certain point, they have to do something to make it a little, you know, give you something, some sort of win, some sort of advantage. I don't know. Uh, so, oh, wow. A couple super chats just came in. People tossing money in Raj Geary's bank account. Direct Ugh. deposit. And slowing the show down. God. <laughs> Clyde. In a currency, I don't even know what that is. Z A R thirty five. Who cares? Go ahead. Whatever. The Baskin's gory part of Keith Lee's theme isn't even in the same key as his new entrance music, and that pisses mm -hmm. me off every time. <laughs> Way to redeem yourself, Clyde. I agree. I doubt they have even someone with a trained ear doing the music currently. Uh, Terry Allen Jr. two dollars and seventeen cents saying Justin views of yesterday's show. Hell no, we're not going off on a dissertation on the pay per view. Go on his Twitter and ask him. No, I'm joking. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> real quick, I'll say there was, uh, I thought the ladder match in both world title matches, good stories told, very violent. That ladder match was was one of the better ladder matches I've seen WWE do in a long time. So I, right. I, I actually, I, I enjoyed a, a decent part of Clash, actually. We gave you know, it a good rating. We did. And let me just tell you for a second, that's the difference between uh, Raj Geary's work ethic and Matt Morgan's. That Matt, you know, rather than just be like, yeah, Justin, tell us your views. I'm just going to sit back, eat a snack. You know, forget me having to talk or do the work. No, Matt's like, Justin, no, let me talk more. Matt's yep. all about running that ball. Sure. That's what it was meant by that. Yes. Yes. Uh, Bigfoot Sneaker at 499 said, I think it's time for Mr. McMahon to give it up to Triple H. They treat yeah. call-ups like trash. Yes. I wish Keith Lee would have said no and stayed in NXT. Yes and yes, sir. Good comment. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about this match. Hey, first, just want to give uh, some quick love to the sponsor of this episode. Sorry. We've talked about two big segments, Mr. Matt. All right, all right, I'll shut up. Two big segments. Hey, Justin. Yo. How's your personal grooming game going? <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> I mean, pretty good because my wedding anniversary was in the past week, so I had to be on tip-top shape. Hey, oh, there you go. Justin's got his manscaped on point. And fellas, hey, 2020 yeah. has made it hard for us to stay as hygienic as we should be. Luckily, why? our partners at why? Manscaped, well, why? Because we're all staying at home, first and foremost. And uh, what happens when you're staying at home? You start thinking, ah, you know, I'm just you zooming into this call. Yeah, I don't got to put on pants. I'm not wearing pants right now. Mm -hmm. I haven't worn pants mm -hmm. on this podcast for the better part of 2020. Why? Because, you know, I'm not leaving the house. We're in a pantsless society. Wait, you're not wearing pants right now? I, Folks, why would I you wear have pants? all just heard that. Yes. Go check your ears. We all just heard that. Continue That's what help. I'm saying. So what happens then? You know, it's like we think you just got to take care of what you're seeing on the Zoom, you know, what you're seeing on the webcam. But Justin, with your anniversary, it's time to bust out Manscaped. Time to get it in gear. <laughs> Man, it's dude. Time I, to say, it honey, was, it, I yeah. haven't stopped trying. I'm still oh, putting in the effort all these years later. Yeah. No, yeah. I like that. I like that. Think about that. I mean, think about this. Uh, guys, uh, we were all much younger men when we started dating our wives. Think about the time you used to put put in on your hair, uh, you know, doing your hair. Justin, think about the hair you used to have when you started no dating your wife. And you put in time there and you put in time down below because you were trying to impress people. You said, I don't know if this is going to happen tonight. And if it does, I want to leave a good impression. You get married. Uh, it all starts going to hell. And uh, this year, <laughs> even worse than normal, Manscaped, however, is on a mission to change the grooming game with their below-the-waist grooming and hygiene products. And they just released their products in the UK, Canada, and Australia. You know what that means, folks. Manscaped now ships to Australia, which means you could take care of your down under, down under. Mike Way drop. too easy. Way too easy. That's no mic drop. Pick it back up. That's too easy. That's a layup. Thank you. That's not in the copy, by the way. I'm going to send that to them and say, why is that not in the copy? I, I do this for a living. Uh, their lawnmower 3.0 trimmer offers a replaceable ceramic blade with that advanced skin-safe technology. Helps reduce grooming accidents. Oh, my God, Justin, could you imagine if you do some bootleg uh, Walmart clippers to trim your, your package before your anniversary? You've got Band-Aids all over no, there. Look, look, like, last Honey, let's just cuddle. It's been, yeah, exactly. Last thing I need is on like seven years of marriage is do I need to like uh, get color and and then screw the whole thing up and and then yeah, yeah that, that would have been what, terrible. Babe, babe, what's all this neosporin all over your face? <laughs> <laughs> Manscaped helps you avoid those accidents. Don't get color down below. Uh, <laughs> Manscaped's waterproof technology also allows you to groom in the shower and for up to 90 minutes. So important. Yeah. The worst. Oh, when you use these cheap rechargeable things that are not manscaped you uh get grooming going on and uh then the battery dies and you're walking around with a half merkin uh nobody wants that so manscaped 90 minutes they also just released their shears 2.0 nail kit which is the perfect add-on to their lawnmower 3.0 trimmer and the perfect package comes with two free gifts and other liquid formulations to complete your your grooming routine uh all the formulations are vegan cruelty free dye free sulfate free paraben free so you know your disco stick that's in the copy is in good hands and matt morgan uh disco revealed the other week stick. Disco, disco stick, stick. Just Yikes. roll with that. Uh, Matt Morgan revealed he keeps it his Manscaped formulations in the car just to oh, sort yeah. of freshen up throughout the day. So I really do. It's not a work. Oh, and they got foot, foot duster, foot deodorant, which is uh, so good it can even reduce the odor of the dirtiest feet. Guys, get on that. Your feet stink, and your partner is just not telling you because they're polite. So here's what we want you to do. Go to manscaped.com and use our offer code. INC, and you're going to save 20% and get free shipping at manscaped.com, but only when you use our code INC 
Uh, give it a try. Pick up some stuff. Yeah. The boxer briefs are amazing. This lawnmower 3.0 is fantastic. Love the shears kit. Love that foot powder, uh, the foot duster. Go to manscaped.com, 20% off with our code and free <clears throat> shipping, INC. We thank Manscaped for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Really quick, and I know it's not fair to do this, but I'll do it because I never read the copies or the, you know, the the advertisements and stuff. Out of all the, and it's not fair to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Oh. And no, no offense to the other companies, but out of all the sponsors, this product that at least I've been sent is by far and away the most functional. It, it does more than what it says it does. Um, it's never going to fail you. It's never going to clip you. It's never going to leave scars. It's never going to scratch you. It's never going to leave uh, nicks. And razor burn, even to not have razor burn, that's like next to impossible. Huge. As a guy's been shaving his body for frigging 20 years now, it's impossible. And yet, this one, it, you'll never get it. It's insane. And uh, I'll also remind the, the fans at home you can also get their, I know it's gross, but nose hair trimmer. It works incredibly mm-hmm. well. Use it for your ears, use it for your nose, and it works, like I said, really, really well. Absolutely. Uh, the people of Magic Spoon crushed to learn that Matt Morgan doesn't uh, dab a little crushed up Magic Spoon behind his ears throughout the day just to get Come that on. fruity scent. Come on. You, you know, if you really think about it, if you are if you watch this podcast, I do like Magic we really do set you up for your, like, your routine. We give you the Manscaped tips to make sure you're groomed properly, right. the, bl- the Blue Chew to make sure that you can show off and perform yeah. in your groomed state, and right. then we give you breakfast the next morning. It's Come true. on now. That's a one-stop shop. That's a date I want to go on. Yes, right. I agree. Absolutely. Uh, Bobby Burns, Buck 99, saying, here's your show slow down for you, Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Thomas Dinson, 499, saying, I'm so mad that the Hurt Business lost tonight. Uh, they're the best faction in WWE right now, and they lose to that team. Just sad booking. I agree. Um, Good call, Thomas. David Chenek, $5, saying, just want to say that I love the podcast. Don't catch many live, but rarely miss a show. P.S. Today is my 42nd birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday to David Happy Shenek. Happy birthday, David Shenek. Good job. Thanks for uh, letting us know, and thanks for listening to the show and watching it. Sincerely, thank you, brother. It's amazing to me when we have people that show up in the chat room for the first time. I mean, I love our chat crew. It's fantastic. We have the best fans. Uh, some nights over funniest. a thousand people watching funny, live and participating the, in chat. The, the, fu- the funniest too. And no offense to like Bruce Pritchard and them. There's podcasts and crap like that. I guarantee you, if they had a chat room, maybe they do. It's not as funny as ours. No way. No way. Wolfbane three dollars saying Manscaped three sixteen says the boys are happy. There you so go. There you boy. go. Uh, Jason Smith, $5 saying Randy leaves back camera shot. Legend killer. Don't forget hoodie. Uh, McIntyre wins, finds legends laid out hoodie left in the room. Off okay. Air. Okay. I'll make the note, Jason. So back to the show. Uh, Andrade was dressing down Zelina Vega after her loss to Oscar. That was yeah. an interesting way to overlap it because then we hit with the Keith Lee's music happening. Keith Lee coming out and beating up, uh, Andrade in a match winning the yeah. match. So, what do you think about the fact that Keith Lee was mixing it up with Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton, and now he's in a feud with okay. Andrade? So this is the problem when you start somebody at the top right away. They have no place to go but down. And no offense, when they had him at the top, he wasn't winning. This is why you don't – if you don't have a surefire structured plan in place, I mean a six-month plan for a one of your bigger beasts that – I'm sorry, it's hard to come by. You're not going to find another Keith Lee growing on a tree somewhere in developmental or on the indie scene. He literally is one in a million. So he's like that Brock Lesnar call-up. You take very good care of how you book him. And you give him 
the jobbers for the first four weeks. Make it look like a just monster that he is, right? And then you start giving him who he wrestled tonight. And then you move your way up. You crescendo till you get to the Drew McIntyre's mm-hmm. and Randy Orton. Till we're all salivating. The mainstream WWE audience, not just those that watch NXT and know him, but the main the little six-year-old that doesn't watch any NXT, all right, are salivating at the mouth to want to see this guy mix it up with a Randy Orton and, and these headline acts at a WrestleMania over the year's span. Yeah, because of the way that he's it's been already on Raw, he comes off as the guy who just can't quite cut it with the top of the card, mm-hmm. and, and that's terrible. Mm-hmm. So, um, and no I'll say this for it. There's no excuse for it. Right. And I'll say this. Uh, I was a little surprised to see him tonight. I know that a lot of people were maybe saying that maybe he answers uh, Drew's up a challenge because, as we'll talk about at some point, um, Mia Yim and some of the other retribution people are not on because they're in quarantine because of precaution. And with Keith Lee and her being in a relationship, I didn't know if they would allow him to be there. Uh, so I don't know. That was a little nightmare. Nightmare need two dollars super chat says Keith Lee can be scary. Can be he is, and, and they're finding a way to make him unscary. They need to stop. They need to at Hell in a Cell put him in a match and redo that launch spot that he so, did with Adam Cole. So can I? I just want to take a second here with Keith Lee again. Um, everybody here that watches our podcast generally watches NXT. I hope. And so if you watch the metamorphosis of him getting better. It's not in the ring. In the ring, he's always been a dynamo. He's always been a stud, especially athletically. Very gifted. But on the promos, what did I used to tell you guys? I used to say that he doesn't talk. Vince is going to have a problem with the fact that he doesn't talk like he looks. Hmm. Same thing Vince problem Vince used to have with me um, and other big guys, for that matter. And so other than having him stutter, they haven't done no, I'm joking. Um, they haven't done <laughs> this. No, um. But if you notice, his promos were getting better at NXT. He started to talk with more feeling. And when we were starting to get pissed off Keith Lee on the microphone, finally. And pissed off Keith Lee on the microphone is what uh, the, the Nightmare Knee said earlier. That's scary. And yeah. he was still developing, is my point, though. As good as yeah. he is, that's the scary part of Keith Lee. He was still improving. You give him his time. Let him continue to improve. And then have your six month to a year plan laid out for him when you bring him to TV. This this is just no offense, WWE. You don't have it that great. Where again, there's some next backup to Keith Lee that's just growing on a tree somewhere in your NXT and other places that you can just you know, oops, we missed it with Keith Lee. We'll do we'll we'll get it next time. This is a once in a lifetime type of performer, in my opinion. I mean, dead serious. And he was still developing into that, and they rushed him. They shouldn't have rushed him. The new music, the changing gear, him coming out, cutting promos like an old Old Spice commercial, practically he, saying he, indubitably. Uh, still, it was, so ima- imagine yeah. that. But, but imagine yeah. that, Glenn. You're still figuring out who the hell you are. It happened to me. I've never mm-hmm. been nothing but a baby face in Ohio Valley Wrestling for the year or so I was down there. What did they do? They called me up to be a heel. I had no experience whatsoever as a heel. I never even did heat drills mm-hmm. in wrestling practice on opponents. I had no clue. So... That's not what you do. No. You bring them along slowly until they're ready. It's the same thing. Uh, you know, the powers that be. I remember the, the best piece of advice when I was in a band that our lawyer ever gave us about listening to record labels and the powers that be is reminding you that they get to work on hundreds of careers. You've only got one. And if yeah. you if you go with their bad decision and listen it's to them, 
it's you. It's you. And that's your only shot. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's a that's a great that's a great uh reference, Glenn, because you know, you, you have NXT, which is a different situation, a different a, a different it's a, it is an apples and oranges in some ways to Raw and SmackDown. And so you so if you're a Vince McMahon, you see Keith Lee getting over and looking great in the NXT environment, and it's like grab him right now. I, I want him on Raw and SmackDown. And if you don't have a plan like Matt was discussing, it's yeah, it's 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 just so it, it's so cavalier, Count, it's so reckless. Counter reckless, great word, and, and just counterproductive. And look at this tonight. I mean, yes, granted, you have former NXT champs uh, like uh, and former NXT talent like Drew and Seth Rollins, but then Andrade, former champion, Keith, former champion, Bobby Roode, former champion. Uh, it's just uh, like this this graveyard of missed opportunities. And that's sad because every it one is. of them, in a way, in their own, could be a main event talent, including Bobby Roode, I will still argue. Mm-hmm. Well, he was tonight. Uh, I'm going to say this because we were talking about nicknames the other night and Corey Springer uh, wanting a shout out and call me Glenn Tribution. I'm like, that's a solid B+. Okay, Corey Springer. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh, Let's see. What else do we got? Uh, I think you've talked about this before. uh, Raffman asking, what was it like working with Chris Benoit, Matt? Intense as bleep. Like, he's the only opponent I've ever been in the ring with who, in the middle of chopping, was like, what the hell is that? Harder! Hurt or what the? F- I didn't come all the way down here to Ohio Valley Wrestling on my birthday for this crap. Come on, like in the middle of the heat. That's what's yeah. getting on him. Even the baby face is the world heavyweight champion. He just won the WWE title at WrestleMania 20, I believe, hmm. and he came down to OVW, which I just got sent back down to. And that was my first opponent down there. Oh wow! Sucks flag summer. Basically, their pay per view events for OVW, and. I remember being like so embarrassed, but it was a good lesson. I never made that mistake again. Not to lay shit in when opponents give you their body like that. Bob Holly was like that, too. They wanted you to lay it in, or they'd be pissed. Chris Pantaleo, Buck99, pointing out retribution member uh, Manscaped. Be a good name for a (laughs) retribution member. Uh, How would we know? How would we know they're Manscaped? Oh, that's true. Well, if Vince could figure out how to get that on TV, I'm sure he would. I'm sure Vince would find that hilarious. Uh, Tyrone Dawkins, $5, saying, haven't watched a live WWE show since Mania, but I never missed the podcast. Then I decided if I'm going to go and watch it. Heel Roman is about to bring me back, though. Okay, now you're talking, Tyrone Dawkins. I agree. I am loving Heel Roman. I've watched his match three times from the pay-per-view. Three. Fell asleep to it. And the, di- wow. the dialogue he had with Jey Uso added so much. To- so much. It was so good. It was like the dialogue you'd get if they were in a cinematic match, but they were in a traditional pro wrestling match, and it yes. just added so much. Would have been cooler, though. I'm sorry. God. If what? Oh, if it was, if was it a family reunion, cinematic match? Yeah. I mean, they... Yeah. At a barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. Or a Kahlua. Absolutely. Um, Kahlua Pig is a big part where they put uh, Kahlua Pig under uh-huh. underneath the ground is how they cook it. And it's a big deal. And it's, it's just like, let's just say any one of our barbecues per se, but it's in their culture. Um, something like that would be so different. And it would cinematically, and I think you're onto something, that would, yeah. be, far, that would be dope. That really would. Because you, you'd also get the cameos, which I'd mark out for, for like Kishi and like the oh, other, yeah. you know, that would be cool. No. Uh, talking about, cook, like, talk about cooking the pig, it's like a luau, right? Cooking the pig? Uh, Kahlua pig is uh, usually the feature of it, yeah. Yeah. But they do it in their backyards. Uh, uh, different cultures do it right in their backyard. Like we have a just a normal barbecue. Mm-hmm. Oh. They'll do that. And it's so good. Oh, my God. It's so good. Uh, Bigfoot Sneaker at 499 saying you should give the people what they want, like Bobby Lashley versus Brock. They should have Brock cost Bobby the Royal Rumble and set that up for Mania. 
Okay, I'm in. Right there. Right there is a better writer than what they've got right now. They're just saying that two sentences. Uh, Kenny the Cringe Omega, $4, saying news format. <laughs> I read Vince wanted Roman to never be heel. Well, uh, I'm with him on the ugh part. Yes. Uh, I, like, I like your name, by the way. I love your name, by the way. I think it, I think this is a compliment. Just Cruise 499 saying Matt Morgan sure is essentially the real life Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. P.S. Congratulations on 14 years plus Thank sobriety. You. You're an idol. Idol. Uh, Thank you so much, uh, Just Cruise. I appreciate that. Seriously, that never was, gets old. Thank you. I was wondering about that though. That Matt the other day did because it's. I was actually thinking about Drax specifically. Because Batista wasn't a shoe in you have to think when they're looking for guys for that body type, you're probably on a pretty short list of people with – I mean, you had more acting experience than Batista did at the time. But my – yeah, but my stuff is pulled. I'm not, I'm not seeking parts, and hmm. I don't have my agent anymore. Yeah. Uh, Nightmare Knee, $5, saying, I meant they could truly take that Brock spot with no problem. The power of the athleticism and the charisma, he's next level, and they nerf him. I, I agree. He's not wrong. Jason Smith, interesting theory, but this can't be true. Saying no good bookings or storylines till the crowds come back. Maybe I mean they have, TV um, is their biggest moneymaker. Yeah, and you could, and, and to be fair, they Sasha versus Bailey is a good storyline. You know what I mean? Roman versus his cousin, that's a good storyline. Um, you know what I mean? I don't think they're saving it for TV. I, I I was wondering if they should with some of the bigger money matchups, like you say Brock versus Bobby. Let's say, but I'm sorry, we're past the that ship sailed a couple months ago where they yeah. realized, I think they've got to start putting together better matches. And, and the other side of the coin is while we all miss having like, you know, real reactions, uh, fans there in a way for WWE, especially when you talk about like Roman, who's, who's doing this, this heel thing, when you don't have the live reactions, you can control the narrative. You don't right. have fans who are bucking against the system yeah. Who are now which I think helped Bailey out immensely. Immensely. Right. She's taken great advantage of it, and now she's super over as a super heel. And you can apply that to not just Bailey, but a lot of different things they're doing. So the fact you don't have fans that are trying to, you know, I sabotage. Hij yeah, hijack the shows, trying to go against the grain, whatever. You, you know, you get to control it a little bit more. Okay. So uh, Tyler 499 saying Christian's a huge lightning fan. They won the cup. Every time they showed him on screen, he looked pissed. Hashtag tighten up Justin. What the hell does that mean? Tighten up I don't know. I just Which read funny these because Jay, because Jay is from Canada. Yeah. He's only lived in Tampa for X amount of years. I find that, you know, interesting that he's fully jumped in on the Tampa Bay professional hockey team. A Canadian, and, a Canadian who's traded in his Canadian hockey team for an American hockey team should be. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's, yes. I'm just, I, you said it for me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then uh, yeah, Francesca Tiexera, 499 Super Chat, saying, first Super Chat, but longtime fan of the show. Been watching for years. Thank you for the weekly entertainment, fellas. Thank you, Francesca. Thank you. Francesca, did you like Glenn's body language as he read that? He was very flabbergasted and happy with your comment. I, am ha I want longtime listener, first time caller. Yes. Or some variation of that. I get it. I get it. That's why I got into this business, Matt, just to okay. hear that at the start of every call. And then uh, I'll take my answer on the air, off the line. <laughs> so back to the show. Back to the show. So, uh, Matt, good thing we got back to the show because we saw how Akira Tozawa <laughs> was eaten by a shark last week. I'm so happy we got to see it again. I was so excited. 
our truth backstage uh ninja delivering a letter in japanese and english um, awesome? from akira i did find it funny that it was like if you're reading this i've been eaten by a shark it was like back the, it was like back to the future too where it's like Marty, if you're reading this, I was uh, I, I I was electrocuted by the lightning and sent back to 1885. A clock tower. Yes. yes. Uh oh the the UH uh, next week the new uh, Blu-ray the 4K restoration of Back to the Future comes out. Can't wait. Ooh. So um, anyhow, the ninja ended up being Gulak uh, Tazawa attacked. Gulak attacked. We sent out uh, triple threat for later tonight for the 24-7 championship. And then, oh, Matt, thank God we stopped talking about the Super Chats because let's talk about Jerry Lawler uh, in the King's Court talking about how Seth Rollins and <laughs> what's going on with him and Murphy and the Mysterios and Rollins saying, oh, forget paternity. Uh, Aaliyah might not be telling you something. I'm going to show you the texts between Aaliyah and Murphy. Um Weird that they keep harping on her age. Just just an aside. Um it, but it is. It is. Yeah. Um, but so I don't know. Like Aaliyah's maybe got it going on with Murphy. Like this again, Vince McMahon has never actually seen a soap opera. This is what he thinks a soap opera is. I, I don't know what he thinks this is, but it's it's terrible and it makes people I think it makes others feel uncomfortable too. Glenn, me and you, I bet you Justin too. The fact they keep bringing up her age, it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, this, I mean, you know, she's 19, Buddy's early 30s. Um, this, But they're going yeah, overboard with it. It's this, like, I don't know what they want me to think. It's yeah, right, that's the thing. I mean, hey, two right. consenting adults, whatever. What is right, it this, I'm missing? I don't know. Well, like this, <laughs> this came off as if this was like in the past week or in the past like month when, when Vince uh, signed off on the storyline of involving her in this, like it, actually th- this storyline, mind you real quick is very similar to Stephanie being inserted with triple H. And then we find out that Stephanie's in it with triple H. The whole, you know, if, if you go back to that day of oh, yeah. 19 years ago, this is very similar, but this felt like <clears throat> Vince just learned recently what the term sliding into the DMS means. And he felt so compelled to, <laughs> to, to utilize it. And it's like, it. You know, like she like and the and, and the messages are showing. She said happy birthday. And like Ray and Dominic act like she just sent like a a a a, 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 a new picture or something like that. I don't know. This is just weird. The whole thing yeah. is weird. It doesn't make sense. I, I want I almost want to reenact the text messages. Matt, you're on your phone. Or I would say we could do a little bit of theater here, reenacting these text messages between the two. Um this is like so this is nothing. This is like so silly, but you're right, Justin. They're treating it like this is a smoking gun. This is a big revelation. And right. I think the the thing is saying that there was an offer. Her saying, I might take you up on that offer. So Murphy made a mysterious offer to her. She might take him up on it. Uh, it was to train her in professional oh. wrestling. I'll bet you that's what the outcome is. That's, yes. And she's going to join the Messiah yep. and Murphy. Yep. You heard it here, you heard really it here folks. Glenn, did you see on social media? So, you know, Bunny Murphy and Alexa Bliss used to date. They no longer yes, yes. date. Alexa Bliss actually tweeted, or WWE tweeted the screenshot uh, of the messages. And then Alexa Bliss retweeted that and said, I can't blame you. Hashtag take your best shot, buddy. <laughs> I don't get it. Well, it's, it's Alexa Bliss, the ex girlfriend of Buddy Murphy, saying, like, like, she's like endorsing, I guess, saying, like, 
like kind of putting over, putting over, putting over Aaliyah, saying, "Oh yeah, buddy, I don't blame you. Take your best shot." It would have been funnier if she was like, "Don't fall for it." He offers to train everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shoot your best shot, buddy. I mean, whatever. But I think that's the thing. But with the age thing, Matt, it's like, is Vince aware that 19 is a legal adult, free to make their own decisions? I, I don't know. I mean, what's next? You're going to do a storyline like, and she's 26 and he's 41. <laughs> Can you believe this? Like, seriously. It, it's, it, I don't know. My point is, I don't know what they want me to think. Well, but to that point, though, and what Justin said about Murphy's age, they're not saying what Murphy's age is. So I don't think they intend their age difference to be a factor in the story. I think that's something that people are commenting so, on. So why do they keep saying her age? I still don't, I don't get know. It. Yeah. And, and well, cause they're, they're trying, trying to, to drive something home. At well, this they raise little daughters though. Right. Right. They keep saying her age. Cause they, and as we'll get to in a minute here with Dominic, they keep saying like Ray and Dominic keep saying, Oh, you're 19. You're so naive. You don't know about the world. But yeah, they're not saying Buddy's age. In Vince's mind, oh, Buddy's only been on Raw for half a year. He must only be twenty-one years old. <laughs> well, well, P.S. Dominic himself is still a kid. Like he's Dominic like twenty-one. Yeah, should not be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dominic's saying you're so naive, and Dominic's been around. You know, he's been older. He's two years older than her. Like, oh, really, Dominic, you got worked into wrestling matches to protect our dad. So, who, yeah. Okay, maybe this is interesting. Here, Tuck Graf is saying they want to remind you she's not sixteen over and over. Maybe what they're saying is it's like it uh, could come it could come across as creepy if they didn't uh, find a way to state like no, okay. she's nineteen years old. This isn't okay. weird. I know this okay. seems really weird. Why is right, she involved right, in this angle right. with her I family? It. I get it. Maybe rever- it's a little like reverse Maybe he's psychology. Right. Maybe that's what it is then. Okay. But the fact that we're even talking about this, like I hate that this is part of my Monday night. And we're spending too much time on it. I would rather watch a random soap Nothing. opera. I'd rather watch the blank TV screen. I'd, I've never seen a real housewife <laughs> show. I would rather sit through that than more of these. You're missing things. out. You're missing. Really? I don't oh, believe you've never seen yes. that, Glenn. I've never, never have. Uh, Glenn, you're. Brother, you got to watch Real Housewives of Jersey. Uh, we watch them all. <laughs> it's good junk food TV. I've never <laughs> seen The Bachelor. I've never seen. Uh, uh, see, Glenn, your uh, range is so wide. That. I figured you definitely would have seen. Ironically, I used to be a hardcore Apprentice fan back in the day. <laughs> Uh, how, about, but, how, about Jer- how about Jersey Shore back in the day? Did you watch Jersey nope. Shore? No, Jersey what? Shore. What? I was hooked to that. Me too. OG Real World was my jam, though, for the first like four seasons. The Real World was like my show. And then the Mrs. My, season, of course. My wife and I, 10 years ago, had just started dating. And that was like a little bit of a bonding thing. Is we would like guilty pleasure watch Jersey Shore on Thursdays and like just wow. you know make, make fun of it and laugh at it and have Wait, fun. Wait, time out. When you guys first started dating, you said? 10 years ago, yeah. Holy crap, that's how long ago Jersey Shore was on? We're yeah. old, Matt. Wow. I just feel really old. Think right now. Matt, think of impact. Think about when they the, were there. The, I, I, in my head, it's not 10 years ago. In my yeah. head, it's like four years ago. Think about the, the the Snooky, Robbie, and all that stuff. Like uh the whole yeah. I mean, J Wow. We wedge we had J Wow. Yeah, J Wow, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's right. Snooky was WrestleMania. How could I forget which Jersey <laughs> Shore stars went where? Yep. John Morrison and uh, uh, Dolph had basically a highlighter. Yeah. So uh, Jackson Callens, 499, saying random Lars Sullivan lost cause, maybe retribution. Where do you see him if he returns? Uh, good night. Thank you, Jackson. I think Lars and retribution he, actually would make a lot of sense. He would have been good in retribution, actually. Because, again, it's still hard for me to, for a couple of the characters to have these masks on. And they'd be talking with different voices and stuff. So I'm like, no, dude, you're the guy I just saw, Dominic, on NXT. You Actually, know what I mean? This is kind of weird, but 
retribution if it had been Lars Sullivan, Forgotten Sons, like these guys that had real reasons that they weren't on TV and they turned it around into a kayfabe explanation, that could have been really effective. Especially Lars Sullivan. Been Mm -hmm. jerked over by this company time and time again when he was supposed to get a main event push multiple times, you know? Uh, I am Arabuck99, making my dreams come true, saying first-time watcher, long-time super chatter. Thank you, I am <laughs> So uh, back to the show. I don't know. I mean, like, this, can we just not talk about Just read it so we through stuff? it. No, I mean, what, okay, so uh, they start brawling, and it set up a match for later in the night, Dominic versus Murphy, Leo's mm-hmm. ringside, yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah. uh, Natalia and Lana, okay, this was a high point. Mandy okay. Rose and Dana Brooke, how great did they look together as a tag team? Uh, Wait, why do you say it that way? Justin? Well, uh, several problems I have. First off. Oh, several. Problems. You don't, you don't think they physically look like a good tag team? No, no, this is nothing against them. Here's my problem. Oh. We have a draft coming up in a week and a half, but randomly, all of a sudden, here's our newest acquisitions to the Raw roster. Oh, Dana okay. Brooke and Mandy Rose. Strike okay. one. That's second fair. one. Second one. I have a pro- so like what the what the what the f is the point of the draft? If we okay. can just arbitrarily move no, people. What is- you can beat them over the head with that. That's a good point. Go second thing. This is a little bit more of a I don't know, Matt. I'll let you judge me on this one. So we have Natty and Lon out there. I, I always think it's appearance, especially if you're trying to like uh, appeal to like just a casual or or, or or random onlooker. You have Natty and Lon out there, two beautiful blondes wearing the Natty heart the the heart family pink and black. And then here comes their opponents, two more blondes, and Mandy and Dana also wearing hot pink as their ring gear. There were four ladies out there that all looked like they were on the same team fighting against each other, and okay. two of them are making their debut on this show. I'm just looking at this, and I'm like, okay. didn't somebody quality control and stop and say, Mandy, so, and, Mandy and Dana, go change your gear? I don't know. Yeah, so, so back when I was wrestling, you couldn't get away with that. You'd have to wear different wrestling gear. You cannot match their gear. Every once in a while, it would happen with talents that always wore the same colors, right? But most talents generally had another set of trunks to reverse the colors around. If it's black with white, they had backup trunks that would be white with black trim. You know, something like that, I'm saying. But that was a real thing. In OBW, you you could not do that. You had to have different, because you want to stand out. That's a good yes. point. It, it, th- th- this, did, this did hurt them. He's right, Glenn. In the form of, if you're debuting this new tag team, did they stand out? Um I'm as happy. I think many of the fans, though, uh, Justin, are want will overlook it because I think so many people are fans of them and they're happy to see them get an opportunity. Do you know what I mean? Even though it's this, and I am too. I'm I'm a big fan of Mandy and Dana. Dana, especially has gotten, Dana. Dana's, Dana has yeah. worked her ass off to get better. Yes, she has. And and so I get frustrated because like it's not like it's not like Natty and Lana wear different colors every week and they just they just settled on pink. I mean, Natty's wearing the heart family colors, no, which is you're pink. Correct. I agree. She we never can. wears anything different. And then why would you send these two? Uh, so I, again, I'm looking. I just looked at it. Four blondes all wearing pink, and I'm supposed to identify. I'm supposed to be uh, uh, making a big deal that these two new girls are here on Raw. It just did you not hear? The part where I said you're, I know, and I, I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I've been, I've had this pent up <laughs> frustration with it for three hours. I'm getting it out. <laughs> you're 100 right, though. I, I agree with that. I would also say, if I'm going to play devil's advocate, say it 
maybe holds back Mandy and Dana's individual properties, given that they do look so in sync tonight with their makeup, with their hair. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, they looked like a tag team. I thought they did. And it was just great for them. Probably not good for their singles ambitions. Not like Dana it's okay. was on a fast track there. Mandy, I think, was kind of looking for something, something that helps. With it, though. Maybe they can do something with it as a and tag do, team. And to your point, Justin, and I feel bad because Lana – Still with the company, uh, even though her husband left. Uh, Natalia, like one of the greatest, has been there, done every yep. ridiculous angle, storyline, gimmick yep. they've given her. And with her and Lana, they're treating them like the Island of Misfit Toys, uh, yep. not yep. really giving them real stuff, you know, and some really questionable losses, not for Lana, but for Natalia. So I agree, like it's a little weird, but at the same time, I mean, this is what I hate to say with this. Like, I like Lana and Natalia together. They have chemistry. But I, seriously, when I saw Mandy and Dana tonight, like, they've got it. Like, the, their combined powers tonight with that look, they look like a superstar tag team. You know, can they hang? That's the question mark. But I think this has got potential. I think so. I think Mandy's improved so much, so quickly. Not a lot of people give her props. Yeah. M- M- Mandy, I mean, this is kind of a stretch maybe, but Mandy – with her look and the way that she's uh, advanced, like I really feel like she has that potential to be. She like, definitely does. Absolutely. Like she, she like, does. I, yes. The next Trish Stratus. The yeah. Trish. Oh, I was going to say the Trish. Exactly. The Trish. She has a Trish factor. Yep. Absolutely. I think this could be good. Uh, so, of course, they won this match tonight and uh, they gave a backstage interview after, talked about maybe, uh, you know, competing more as a team. So it looks like they're going. Someplace with this, uh, quickly, Tyler, 399 Titans versus Steelers this week, LeBar, hashtag tighten up. I'm not a Steelers fan. Tyler, you, you, if, you, if you're a regular here, you know that. Yeah, I live in Pittsburgh, but I'm a, Reds, I'm, or I'm, I'm a Washington football fan. Hang on. <laughs> so let's talk about what happened after. Oh, this Aleister Black promo. Ugh. Yeah. Well, the promo's fine, but then go on. Go ahead, the promo. Go ahead. Now that he comes out to the ring to face Kevin Owens, he's got new music. He's got a standard entrance. Uh, Kevin Owens won this by DQ because uh, Black um, got in the face of the referee and uh, swinging wildly, hit the referee. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, I want to like this feud. I want something good for Alistair Black. I don't know that. This is helping them as much as we'd hoped no, this would this advance a, both of them? Booked, no, listen, they booked themselves in a corner again, okay, where they put two yeah. talents that desperately need wins against each other. And the best part, the one that beats the other gets no more over for that victory. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? It, it, it makes, I don't know. I don't and, know. And how many weeks on this podcast have I said I was annoyed how when Black would come out, they they bypass him. He'd run out and attack whatever. So, so then so then finally, Kevin Owens comes to the ring. They go to commercial. There's up next, he versus Black. I was hooked to the TV because I was ready to see my entrance that I haven't seen in mm-hmm. five months. Yeah, and then and I get new music, which I understand. There's a legal ramification going on with uh, WWE and <clears> people <throat> that used to do their music. So I get the change in music. I don't fix it. Continue. Nonetheless, you can have different music, but give me the give me the gimmick, give me the aesthetic of him rising up. Give me you're in the Thunderdome where you can make it look bananas. So cool. so and he just comes yeah. out like he's create a wrestler generic number three on the WWE video game. With a dope eye patch. With a dope I I, I like <laughs> way way to take his fastball away. 
Like what? I mean, that like you you can judge a talent so quickly just by the entrance. That can get that you can make okay. up your mind. <laughs> Dope eye patch sounds like a member of the insane clown posse. Like <laughs> no, dopey eye patch. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just take away his fastball. Make him be like everybody else. He comes out just like everybody else. Great job. Uh, I agree. You're right. You're right. Jason Smith, two dollars, saying, "Gotta love the two dollar cover at Club Rubargan." Thanks. I don't know. Oh, I got it. I got it. We don't bargain. That, that that's Raj. I don't do that. Yeah, I'm just looking at the chats. Like, here's the deal. Let, let me just real talk with the people here. Uh-oh. The super chats help fund this podcast. Raj Geary pays us to do this podcast. Um, the super chats help offset along that with the advertising. You're giving us money, and uh, I look at the chat room all the time. If I just reacted to the chat room, we would never get through this podcast with the Super Chats. I want, if you gave money to this podcast, I want to recognize you. I want to read what you have to say. I try and bring up other stuff from the chat room. You do that um, all the time. I know. It's it's tough, though, and I appreciate so, people hanging with us because this has changed the podcast and made it a little more difficult. So, question, why not? Guys, just like all you guys that write me on Twitter, I always write back to you generally. You know, well, I, think I think people really like too. watching the show. I think people like when you're watching the show. Oh, they said my name. They talked about the answer my question, or they have something to add. And Matt, here's the ultimate compliment. I, my favorite. I, I'm sorry. Sorry, your favorite. My favorite podcasts are the ones I feel like I'm hanging out with friends, and I think the chance to participate in that and crack yes. wise with us is something the, that people want to participate in. For the love of God, stop saying crack wise. You sound like my dad. Um, <laughs> when I was a smart, smart, smart Alec him. How about that? How about that? Smart Alec. Um, but that's true. But like you said, we wouldn't be able to get through the show if we read every single comment. That's impossible, obviously. So I my know. question is, why not, you know, tweet? I, I'm, I pretty much write almost everybody back, generally speaking. I do. Yeah. I think you do. I think Justin. I I'm try sure to. Does. I've got DMs going on like Instagram, on LinkedIn, so if on you guys Twitter. Don't wanna, yeah. So if you don't want to spend your money on a, ch- a super chat, and I know it's not in the moment when we're talking about it, but Unfortunately, this shit show is seared in my head. So yes. guess what? I'm good for another 24 hours. Just reach out to me on Twitter. I'll answer your questions. And, and here's the other weird wrinkle that I need to explain to people how the sausage is made. If I don't get to a super chat yes. within a certain amount of time, it scrolls off the it. screen. So it I have to it. hold the chat paused until I get to the super chats or I can't even see the regular chat. And this is just a bug or a lack of a feature in StreamYard that we use to broadcast oh. this. Um, I've tweeted to StreamYard or sent them emails. I said, can you just make a separate tab where it holds all the Super Chats so I don't lose them? And uh, that does not seem to be a priority for them. So please bear with us. Just wanted to let people peek behind the curtain. It, it's it's a shame because StreamYard, the setup of this is much better than the other That's one fantastic. we've used. But for that part, sucks. So maybe yeah. we can do another, you know. Justin Lopez, $5, saying I was relieved they didn't take away Roots theme too because CFO did that as well. Oh, really? Interesting. Good for Justin Lopez. I have a feeling like you're an inside scoop person at WWE. Seriously, here's these comments. Like he writes up good shit too, on top of it. Like he has good angles, and he drops news on us. Where I'm like, what the? I don't even know that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Luke Keyman, five forty nine. They turn these exciting NXT stars into boring and random wrestlers every time. Mm. Left from Germany. He's right. He's right. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh. So, back to the show. This triple threat match, R-Truth retained the 24-7 title. 
yes. over Drew Kwok and Akira Tozawa. Oh, thank God. Thank God. I was worried about this one. I was uh, worried that Truth was going to lose it. I really was. When is Little Jimmy going to win the 24-7 championship? I'll take that. Little Jimmy's way more over than these three talents. With me. Yes. Pay attention to the show, Glenn. I'm paying attention. I'm just reading through everything. Uh, right. Dominic Mysterio versus Murphy. Mm-hmm. If you didn't get enough of this before, <laughs> what about them one-on-one, but with Aaliyah distracting, pleading with Dominic? <laughs> this was like West Side Story. I was expecting people to start snapping and singing and dancing. <laughs> oh, God. At least half of our audience doesn't get that. At least, I'm predicting. That was a great reference. Um. Yeah, Dominic's getting better. That's all I got. He's Dominic's better. great. Th- Dominic is better than this storyline. Dominic is pretty. He's impressive. He's getting better and better. That's the way I watch his matches. I watch it as a as a wrestler, as a coach that coach talents as well. And uh, I like watching him because he improves every time he goes out there. He's I'm kind of. I'm kind of surprised with Dominic that he's. Um, I mean, I don't know about you guys. I kind of thought that like Same we would get here. to. We would get to the payoff of like a SummerSlam, yeah, and then he'd be gone. Like, me too. I, I know it. Maybe it's an audible because they are dealing with not having some talents. If we talk as we've talked maybe. about because of real life stuff, he's he's kind of feels like he's ingrained as a regular part of the roster at this point. Doesn't he? Doesn't he? Yeah. That's crazy. But if I'm him, Good like for him, get him away from his family. Yeah, he eventually they eventually will. I hope. And like I told you, the inevitable will be he will be sent to NXT. He will, because there's still stuff he needs to get trained and learned on and learn. There still is. He still maybe he is. Maybe he is in the NXT or, or is at the performance center. No. Uh, uh working out with, with, with the other talents and the coaches for all we know. I should ask that question actually. I'd be interested in that answer. That would be interesting to know. <laughs> because uh... if he is do if he is doing that, that's no different when they brought Brock up early. Hell, when they brought me up early, one of the promises was you'll be on all the house shows. That's where you're going to keep learning. I've never been a heel before, guys. I just want to throw that out there. Might be important information. And it was, don't worry, you'll be married to like Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, John Cena, um, mm-hmm. on, on, on these house show loops that I would have no choice but to improve at a rapid pace faster than I would in OVW. Um, so maybe that's the same thing with Dominic here. That they're not doing house shows, but maybe they have him in the performance center working out with the top talents there and improving because he has gotten so much better. Hmm. It's possible. Well, tonight, the distraction of his sister pleading with him to stop beating up Murphy because he's not like Ryan's. <laughs> he's not he's not bad. You don't understand. Uh that distracted okay. Dominic for Murphy to get the win. And uh, oh, and the then aftermath? Dominic beat the crap out of him with the kendo stick. And what about the sister? Was she was begging him sell? to stop. Please stop what? hurting him. No, but when he got rolled up and he lost because of his sister's distraction, what was his sister's reaction? Oh, After I don't know. Well, it, so, so, so he, he got rolled up and lost, and then right after the fact, he, Dominic then started beating the hell out of Murphy with this kendo well, stick, and, and so that's when she was like, stop, 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 stop. Yeah, yes, but I, I wish they shot her. I think I may have missed it, of what her reaction is, because it would have been very telling if she like celebrated or smiled. Or anything like that. If he got when he got rolled up for the three, yeah, no, she didn't celebrate. She, he, he immediately it was one, two, three, and then he immediately went on the offensive of beating the hell out of Murphy with a stick, and she just kept trying to stop him. So she was still trying to aid Murphy, saying like, "Stop hitting him." Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Um, Calculon, Buck 99, this is poignant. I have a hard time following who's being pushed. Um, because Calculon, none of them are. None of them, uh, Roman Reigns is. Deservedly so. <laughs> it's Roman and Drew and then everyone else. Drew won me over at that match last night to pay-per-view a little bit. Actually, even though Drew's champ, I feel like Randy Orton's still more, more yeah, more the top it, guy. It's, remember when the first Batman sure. movie came out and Jack Nicholson had top billing over Michael Keaton? Sure. It's very similar. Very similar. Okay. It, it, it is, but but that's what happens when you're wrestling against a talent that's a first ballot Hall of Famer and has been doing this as a multi-time champion, 14-time champion, right? Um, that's supposed to be that way. This is a situation in which the belt is supposed to make the talent, not the talent makes the title, I'll argue. Do you, you see what I'm saying? That's why when people are talking about what's going to happen when they go back to fan arenas with fans again and doing house shows, there was a quick debate on, well, shit, they may very well put the title back on Randy to start drawing houses again. Yeah. Because he's more established. But I yeah. think Drew, Drew's done a great job for what he's been asked, in my opinion. Brad Swint, $9.99. Raj Geary just hears uh, the cash register go off. Wow. Saying, Glenn, with great promos and props, Justin making sure he doesn't get colored down low. Matt being the blueprint, keeping everyone in line. Sam somewhere saying, buddy, what a great worker, but better human. Wait, does Sam really say that about people? <laughs> Wait, really? Brad is... Brad Swint, thank you for paying attention to my antics on Friday Night SmackDown coverage. Thank you. Wait, did he actually say he's a great worker but a better human being? No, he's paying homage to my okay. hilarious, my hilarity that is my Sam Adonis impersonations. Uh, Luke Man is saying, I swear Justin Lopez has already dropped more than $1,000 in U.S. in the chat here. He has to be Raj in disguise sending himself money. <laughs> oh, damn. So wait, you know uh, what's his name? Justin Lopez is going to strike back and pay money to do it. No way, uh, it's not me. So what? Again, uh, Adam Pierce is the acting GM because Dolph Ziggler talking to him about the answer to Drew McIntyre's open challenge in the main event tonight. Um, <laughs> I, uh, he is the acting general manager. I agree. The Hurt Business faced Mustafa Ali, teaming with Apollo Cruz and Ricochet tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, the lights went down. We saw Ricochet or not Ricochet uh, Retribution logos during this match. That was their cameo. Um, and uh, Mustafa Ali, Ricochet, and Apollo Cruz ended up winning with Ali hitting the 450 on MVP for the pin and the win. Good to see Mustafa get a win. Always. It always is. But can I just say something? Like, don't you think Kevin Dunn will be fired by now? Like for real. Seriously, like the fact that they've not locked the door to their, uh, uh, what do you call it, their production truck yet is mind-boggling to me because we're supposed to assume that they're in the, uh, uh, what do you call it, truck, the production truck saying, like with a gun to the head or something, saying, put our logos out there right now or else. And we're all supposed to like buy this, like that they've taken over mm -hmm. the production truck and, and like the lights going on and off and whatnot. They're not sitting there next to a light switch doing it, folks. It's huh. happening from the production truck. Matt, you just don't understand. Uh, Retribution. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me explain it to you. Please. Retribution is under contract with WWE and 
in their contract that they had very wisely negotiated. They have some PTO vacation days. So they're on vacation, but they still get to make certain contractual demands to have their logos pop up at certain times. That wasn't half bad, Justin. <laughs> Anthony Wise said the hacker. And uh, wait, wait, and Mustafa Ali was in this match. Aha. Uh-huh. The one that was remembered uh, to be the hacker. Uh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Uh, we also got a video package on Retribution tonight in lieu of them being there in person. But then the title match, Drew McIntyre put his W. Sorry. <laughs> now, do you think that's discretionary time off, or does it have to be vacation or sick days? Uh, no, or it, it does not count. It no. does not count bereavement or uh, jury duty. It only, <laughs> <laughs> it only counts. <laughs> uh, Drew McIntyre put his WWE Championship on the line tonight. Open challenge. Dolph Ziggler comes out, and McIntyre reminds him he's not eligible because it had to be someone who's never faced. Drew for the championship before, and instead we got a returning Robert Rude. Thank God, with his original music, no great. new theme. I was coming excited. out in a robe, getting the big entrance, and this was a really competitive match. This went for a good like fifteen, almost twenty minutes, uh, but ultimately Drew McIntyre did win. Uh, what did you think of Bobby's return tonight? That he proved it once again for the one millionth. That's right, folks. One millionth time that he is a main event talent. And I'm begging them to start booking him like it. He does it all. His promos are strong. He's great in the ring. He's got a good look. He's always in shape. He's not like super diminutive and looks like one of these cruiserweights or these kids that should be changing my oil. He looks like somebody who could kick your ass and he looks like a star on top of it. He's got a dope entrance too. I don't know. I, I hope that they do more with him this time, but don't stick him in tag teams. Let him be the single star that he was destined to be. And he proved it already. And you can say TNA is not the same as WWE. Well, no crap. Everybody knows that. But he had an opportunity to be the heavyweight champion there. I encourage folks to go back on YouTube and watch it. He did an amazing job as world champion with TNA. Everyone always thought James Storm was the bigger star between the two. Everybody. And then when they both had opportunities, James is one of my best friends. So I don't say this lightly. But Bobby shined more. He did. He's the whole, for me, he's the whole package. He's the whole package. Uh, I mean, look, this was, uh, I mean, first of all, good to see, you know, Robert Rude back. Bobby got that chance, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and the match was good. I mean, you know, he, he's, a, really he's, a, he's a very good performer. I, I guess my thing is, I don't know how to say this without sounding ageist, but, like, I mean, he's 43, so at this point... Does I he don't... look 43 to you, though? Does he really look 43? I think no. he's one of those guys that, like, looked in his 30s when he was in high school. You know, I just... I... Thick facial hair and stuff. See, to me, I don't get that. To me, I get him in his 30s still when I watch him. I really do. I guess my question is, like, what do I really expect the company to do with him at this <laughs> point? They've disappointed me to an extent... Uh, you know, well, like, that's why nobody bought the fact that you know, he was going to win tonight because right. of how they previously booked these talents. I agree with well, that. Well, and also, it also doesn't help no matter, you know, look, freaking um, a little exaggeration here. I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin could have came down for the open challenge. They started the night with Drew having an interaction with Randy. Randy saying, even though I lost, I'm going to get another title shot. And so then they segue right from that into Drew given this open challenge. So right there, they're telling you Drew and Randy are not done. So no, Helena there's, of course not there's done. no, 
So so even if Stone Cold freaking Steve Austin comes Nobody's down the ring, challenge going out to win, right? Exactly. But let me exactly. posit so, this: Why didn't if they want to give Robert Roode a little more credibility and keep him for another week or two at that main event level championship yeah. level? Why didn't Dolph, who was ringside, cause a DQ? So we yeah. did not have Bobby Roode lose clean on his return match after that being gone been, for six months. That would have been good. I'd have no problem with that. That's the part that, like, they could have just kept, they could have kept, we'll never know. No, they, gave, the you, they gave us 15 minutes of a Bobby Roode push. 15 yeah. minutes. And it, yeah, and it's over now. Uh, it, came, it came and went. And uh, fun times with games buck 99. <laughs> saying it was there. Part, being sure we have to change your oil, Matt. Let me just say, I have seen some scary, sketchy dudes changing oil at a mechanic shop. Strangely, always men. I don't think I've ever had a woman change my oil at the know. mechanics, which is weird. But huh. you have some like sketchy people that would probably uh, be competitive in a wrestling ring changing oil. There you go. There you have it. Uh, God, I haven't had an oil change in over a year now. Don't even Thank know when next time that's going to happen. Amazing. How often do you change your oil, Matt? Every th- are you an every three thousand miles guy? That's why they call him the best car guy in the business, folks. <laughs> um, yes, actually, I just did it this past weekend. How about that? You change your own? Yeah, of course. There you go. Four thousand miles. If you're using the my right oil, dad, 4, I can hear his voice in heaven screaming at me if I go get it taken in. <laughs> Seriously, he like put it in me like since in my head since probably I was ten. Helping him with his, you can go every money four thousand miles. You don't need the three. I just put more oil in for like a year and then I take it in. That was outstanding information you just shared. No, three is a mark. Three is a really trying to get this shit in. Three is a marketing (laughs) gimmick. Four thousands where you need to be in. (laughs) Unless you're me, who has ceased two car engines in my lifetime. Wow. Terrible, terrible. I feel like the worst kid on the planet. I did it to my poor parents. They didn't have much money, and they gave me like one of their like they gave me their car that they were about to sell. Instead of selling it, they gave it to me for co- like when I went away to college. And I did not know it needed. I couldn't t- like the the odometer thing was broken on it, so I didn't know it needed an oil change. And I kept driving on it from New Jersey back and forth to Connecticut until eventually it literally broke down. At call my dad like at three in the morning to come get me halfway between New Jersey and Connecticut. You can imagine what that car ride on the way home was like. I just ruined their vehicle. I ruined their engine. And I felt like the biggest piece of crap ever. Oh, uh, I've got one worse. This is like my chunk in Goonies uh, confession of the terrible things I've done. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was like 16 and started driving bar in my mom's car. And I was supposed to be home by midnight. Mm-hmm. And I left early with a friend. And we're like, let's drive to Reno. Reno's like four hours from where we are. And oh so we did that, and then we're like hauling ass to make it back through a rod in the engine of my mom's car that she needed for the next morning to like go and commute to work. Felt so terrible oh, for doing this. Oh my god! Okay. It was just like yeah, that's like the worst thing that I've ever done, or definitely ever. Uh, I feel bad. That's why I still apologize to my mom for that. That still comes up again and again. Uh, anyhow, it's starting to resemble therapy here. Uh, let's talk about the creepy janitor. We're we not done with the show. We've got to talk about just let's talk the last segment. Final two minutes. The janitor. Matt, you put it over so much at the start of the show. The creepy janitor. And Randy Orton 
uh, taking off his mask before going into a room with people, uh, putting on his night vision goggles, turning off the lights, and then it's like a freaking Bugs Bunny cartoon, sound effects by Acme going off uh, as he beat Bro, down all was, the legends. It, this was like Call of Duty is what it was. <laughs> or Jim Clancy, uh, what was the video game where you go into night mode? Um, seriously, um, I don't know. This wasn't a huge hit for me. I, I, I thought it was lame. I guess I liked it, but I liked it from the standpoint of what was on paper. On paper, mm-hmm. uh, Orton okay. as the janitor. And earlier, the Hurt Business walked to the ring backstage. Uh, MVP threw a water bottle at a janitor, which I even said, like, that's weird. Like, that's a janitor with that, that doesn't look like a normal backstage extra. So, I mean, you know, they they tried. And on paper, do you really him- think Randy Orton would have taken a bottle thrown at him? Well, but but yeah, yes, because he's in disguise because he has a mission uh, that he wants to accomplish. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. Do you, do you hear yourself? Do you hear yourself? Yes, I. He has right. a mission. He's trying to get to the Legends Lounge. Don't say this on the Greco show when you're on there. Thank you, man. Omit, omit this part. <laughs> uh, Midday Marvel wants to know: Can you guys just do oh, a story geez, time podcast? Sure, you could, all have some classics. The Patreon. Let's bring that do. back. We need to bring it back, but Justin was not finished. We cut him off. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm just Justin. saying, look, on paper, on paper, the, the thought of Orton's in disguise, mask is a is the status quo, so it's an easy disguise. The the idea of I'm gonna go in here to these four legends. We I'm don't need sh- it explained. The, again, on, yeah, on paper, on paper, on paper, it is it, it's sinister. It is, you, you act like I love it's twelve thirty in the morning. Glenn, Justin wants to Glenn. break this down for Matt. Sure. Glenn, he's breaking this down like we're talking about like either Pythagorean theorem, <laughs> splitting atoms, or recreating nuclear fission here. We're talking about Randy Orton being dressed as a janitor the whole night. I still don't buy that. Yeah. Um, he's come on, this is Randy Orton. This is like he has the shortest attention span. He's a tall janitor. I get it. <laughs> There's no way he could go the whole night like that. On paper, <laughs> on paper, the idea is sinister. Night vision goggles. <laughs> Night vision goggles. Bro. You have no idea what I'm going to do to you. I okay. understand the sound effects were a little bit cartoonish. I get it. So the most sadistic part about what he did, Glenn covered earlier, the fact that took the mask off walking into the room. That was the most <laughs> sadistic thing he did. I mean, it's terrible. I'm going to go into an enclosed space and breathe on you. Oh, my God. COVID. I have nightmares about that. I'm going to give you all COVID. <laughs> But I did like they had him in the one, uh, the backstage interaction between Mustafa and her business earlier. I like he was in the background of that shot. Right. It would have been, been cooler, but they wouldn't have done it. They'd be like, okay, now, Randy, here you are taking out the recycling. Yeah. Now here you are sorting out the paper. That would have been lame. He could have like, won, won the 24-7 title in disguise. So, <laughs> but the attention to detail, yes, we got to give him props for that, of the detail involved in this. I'll give them that. But, again, the, the payoff. With the nighttime goggles. Do you think he was method today, Justin? The Randy was like, I'm actually going to do janitorial work for the entire day to get in the headspace of my character. He's impressed with Randy's acting. Leave him alone. Sources tell me he cleaned oh, up boy. a catering. He cleaned up a catering <laughs> to get to get in the zone. I almost bought that. <laughs> Mucked the toilets. You know, uh, yeah. Did the whole thing. Uh, Justin, do you wish you have sources with... Uh, uh, WWE or AEW? I have none. No. I, I throw darts against the wall. No, I'm being serious. I'm not trying to be sarcastic. Scoops Labar. <laughs> Do you? 
<laughs> You're allowed to say yes or no. You don't have to say who they are. Well, a journalist protects their sources. Man. When I was a wrestler, I used to have, I used to like finger every, like, I'd, I'd like, it's you. You're the stooge. I'd walk right up to him. I'm like, I know it's you. I'm like, you haven't been on TV like in six months. And yet the internet's clamoring for you to all of a sudden come back. It's you. That would have been a great character, Matt. That like you, <laughs> if you go back to wrestling now, just think about the things you could do as a heel. Bro, I used to do this in the locker room all the time. Everyone just pop for it. <laughs> like, just imagine you're facing Dolph Ziggler, and you could be like, Dolph, I don't know. Tonight's the start of a big push for you. You know, that's what the sources are saying. You call them stooges. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say this. The, the best sources are not the wrestlers. No, it's the they're, underneath. They're the janitors. It's the, no, it's the underneath talent. That wants a little limelight nope. on that side. No, 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 no. That's 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 the worst. Because you're right. Because all they're going to do is try to feed you their Some agenda. Stuff about them. Wrestlers are the worst source. <laughs> so, 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 listen. Hey, listen, Justin. It's me, uh, wrestler A. And um, tonight, Kurt Angle is going to drop the title to AJ Styles at TNA. Oh, by the way, do me a huge favor. Put an asterisk underneath that match. You know, it's probably going to be a five star match that they really need to see Suicide back. Nope. So please. <laughs> wrestlers are the worst sources the, the, there are much better jobs and people that are the better sources wrestlers are the worst for everything that Matt is making fun of wrestlers are the worst I'm telling you when I was a TNA man uh, other than we, everyone used to blame poor Jeremy all the time Borash oh. they used to think it was him a lot B- Borash is like he's like he was like teenage version of like what Paul Heyman is. It's no, it's no secret. Paul Heyman's like the guy. Like you read a story on the internet of of of, of, of Paul Heyman is, is is a void of any blame. And, oh, I, I wonder who Paul just talked to. And you know, like I mean, yep. look, I, I used to work for WrestleZone. And WrestleZone used to be owned by the same company that owned Paul Heyman's website at one point in time. I mean, go go figure that the frick out. I mean, I used to know. watch WrestleZone back in the day. Back when WrestleZone, at the one point when it was owned by Crave Media, they yeah. also owned. Uh, they were also worth the 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 Heyman's Heyman's Hustle website. Heyman's Hustle, I used to get you my know, there. yeah, and like so, there in put, put, put two and two together of like. Also, know. I also used to like um, not uh, ProWrestling.net. J, uh, Jason, Jason over there, Pal, does Jason a pretty, he does a good job. At least he did when I was still wrestling. Well, Matt, you and I first met when I was working with WrestleZone, I think. I think yes, like yes, like a like a yes. decade ago. <laughs> yes, no, you're correct. It, it was Dominic. It was Dominic's roast. Yes, Dominic the Nutrition. Yes, here in Pittsburgh. Oh my god, I was just nodding my head yes, thinking we maybe did a share shot reality no. on that show or something. No, no, but you, it was Dominic. What's uh, yeah? It was Dominic the oh, Nutrition. No, yeah, you, yep. we, you, we and I, you and I talked about share shot, and you were very, you, I'm, I'm dead, yeah, dead serious. Fan. You were very complimentary about it, but no, you and I met doing the roast. Uh, and I was a fan of the show. Uh, we got one news story to get to, but before that, Leon's Duncan five dollars super chat saying, "Just got off work. What did I miss tonight?" Oh, we'll go back to the start of the show. You know, clearly, Leon's <laughs> you're out of your mind. No, uh, Leon's a super chat on the planet that will have us recover this again. No way. Uh, also, telling me that Buffy is his all-time favorite show, and I should really give it a chance. Angel's also great. I do love the musical huh. episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and I like that one. Hush the silent episode. Those two I like. I just, for some reason, just never clicked for me, you know? Don't know why. There's like seven jokes to unpack there. I'm going to let them slide. I'm not going to say a word. Continue. Anyhow. 
Uh, of, course you lo- of course you love the musical, Glenn. What's wrong with music? You, we've talked about Grease too on this podcast. Okay, do oh. we really? Okay, we need to clarify this. Do we? Because yes. Grease is probably one of my all-time favorites. Is it considered? Do we consider that a musical though? The actual movie? Yes. We definitely do. When character, I see, and that's the Buffy musical episode. Is there's a spell, so people start singing their thoughts and feelings. That's what a musical is. They're expressing no, themselves for, through song to Greece, advance. Greece, the... Greece, Greece specifically. Yes, Greece. Greece has Greece is like fifty percent music, but it moves okay. along the plot. All it's right, not I like take, I take it back because yeah. I like Greece. So fine. Yes, I'm just saying musical is just something where the music advances the plot. Anyhow, uh, RVD done with impact. Oh no, is he? Yeah. So the two news stories we've already kind of touched on huh. uh, different ways. Retribution, the, at least the five core members. Obviously, you did not see them tonight. Didn't see them last night at Clash. Uh, it seems as there's been a, a, a trickle-down effect in WWE, at least one or a few positive cases of COVID, which then trickles down oh. to, okay, let's precautionary keep people away. All five of them are uh, are victims of that. So Retribution probably in quarantine <laughs> as they wear their masks for the next couple of weeks. So uh, you're not going to see them much. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, over on Impact Wrestling, RVD, uh, he's done with them. It, there's not much more to this other than it had kind of been like a, from what we understand, he did an interview with us at Wrestling Inc. a few weeks ago. He's kind of been on some short kind of short-term agreements. This one's done with, uh, and he and Katie Forbes appear to be done with them. Uh, he did speak to another podcast as well where he kind of acknowledged that there's uh, some other WWE projects he's been working with. I'm, I'm guessing you know, interviews and, and stuff for the network that haven't been revealed yet. So uh, RVD for all intents and purposes is a free agent. So there you go. There you go. So folks, go. Wednesday night, it's going to be Matt Morgan, Justin Labar, America's sweetheart, Sam Adonis. And uh, I'll be back Friday with Raj. Justin, are you on Friday? You're off Friday. No, I'm, not, I'm not here Friday. Maybe Raj is here. Maybe he's not, but Matt Morgan, I'm going to see you Friday night. You will. Exciting. Matt, I'll Good see time. you Wednesday. Look forward to it. Yes, sir. Okay, until then, folks, he's at BP Matt Morgan. He's at Justin Labar, Matt Glenn Rubenstein. Follow us all, and we'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.